Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Help Desk for Wednesday the 3rd of March. My name is Tess Bennett. And I'm Peter Wells. And Peter, our first story today is jumping back into the realm of Trump and Trump supporters. It sure is. Uh, So far-right platform Gab has been hacked recently. So following Twitter's ban on Trump and QAnon, Parler and Gab became the two main public platforms for displaced social media savvy racists to find their their friends. Uh, Parler was more talked about, but that was only because it alluded to being racist, whereas Gab was proud of it. In the weeks following, Parler was hacked, and then it was dropped by Amazon Web Hosting, we all know that, knocking the site offline. Now Gab, which inherited a lot of Parler's displaced users, has been badly hacked as well. Yesterday, a group calling themselves the Distributed Denial of Secrets brilliant name, revealed what is called Gab Leaks, a collection of more than 70 gigabytes of Gab data representing more than 40 million posts. Emma Best says the hacked data includes not only all of Gab's public posts and profiles, with the exception of photos and videos, but also private group and private individual accounts, posts and messages, as well as passwords and group passwords. Uh, The group has not made the dump public. Instead, they're sharing the information with journalists. Yeah, so Gab is, They it seems like they've been around for longer than Parler mm-hmm. or bubbling away in the background a little more quietly than Parler have been. But I can't say I know much else about them. Yeah, yeah, they've been around, um, I think, almost twice as long as, as Parler. Parler kind of swept, swept in. It had a lot of uh, Trump people behind it. Um, so it kind of swept in and hoped to build that momentum. Whereas, yeah, Gab was just always in the background as the the most famous white supremacists in America were all on Gab. And moving on, Instagram has announced it's launching a new feature called Live Rooms, which will allow up to four people to broadcast live together at the same time. Previously, the app only allowed users to live stream with one other person. Uh, The new live broadcasting formats uh, could allow for things like live talk shows, expanded Q&As or jam sessions for musicians. I believe that's a direct quote from the press release uh, or live shopping experiences. Uh, There'll also be (laughs) payments built in so fans can buy badges to support the hosts as well as use other interactive features like shopping uh, and live fundraisers. So they are becoming, you know, adding in a few more broadcast tools to the platform. The company says it's also now developing other tools like moderator controls and audio features that will roll out in the months to come. But it sounds a lot like Clubhouse with the video turned on. It sure does. And isn't it interesting that uh, when... Facebook copies something these days that they always copy it into Instagram, the one that people still like, rather than Facebook, which people are just kind of sick to death of. Or is there, there's just no more room in that interface? Yeah, I think Marketplace is taking up 
a lot of space in the in the Facebook app. Um, the I guess it's an extension of what um, Instagram's already doing. At the start of lockdown, there was just tons of celebrities doing their Instagram lives. That was their go to thing immediately once the once real life was cancelled. So mm-hmm. and there are you know there are some interesting use cases out there. I follow a woman on Instagram who does a show called Dear Gabby. It's like an advice column, and so she will just get random viewers and pull them on to the uh, the in, into the Instagram live feed, and they ask her a question, and she like tells them how they should be living their life. Uh, so wow. it's yeah, so now she can have three people at once. Fantastic. <laughs> so it's not just copying Clubhouse. No, I mean the the TechCrunch article, you know, raised the the. the the fact that in broadcast they're really, I guess, competing against YouTube and Twitch for for mm-hmm. the live streams, and and Twitch is definitely uh, um, heavily skewed towards a male audience, mm-hmm. shall we say? Turning to the stock exchange and GameStop, the failing brick and mortar game store, and AMC, the failing cinema chain, are once again soaring on the stock exchange. These two stocks were pumped by Redditors a few weeks back, and it looks like the group has found a new home for their musings after their subreddit slash Wall Street Bets was taken down. Back home, the Australian Securities Exchange has issued 63 speeding tickets uh, on stocks in January, double the average for a month. Speeding tickets are given out when stock trading becomes a bit too volatile or it looks like the stock is being influenced en masse by, say, a bunch of Redditors. Despite the name, speeding tickets don't come with a fine. The ASX just halts trading until the company involved can explain what the hell is going on. Yeah, so this is, I guess, bad news for for companies uh, if their stock is being messed with and they have no idea why. It goes back, I guess, to to one of those big trends of seeing way more retail investors jump in and decide they're going to have a crack at day trading and speculating on stocks, which, you know, is is a kind of a tech story because they couldn't do it without the likes of different trading apps. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a whole bunch of things. It's not just Reddit. It's not just the the trading apps. It's it's just the perfect storm of all of it moving together. And finally, uh, one for the ladies, the period tracking app Clue, uh, which has around 13 million users, is also working on a digital contraceptive, which will offer users a statistical prediction of ovula- ovulation as a birth control tool. Uh, hopefully some of those words made sense. Um, mm-hmm. But basically the Berlin-based company says they've gained FDA clearance for the product and that's clearing the way for a launch in the US in 2021. But basically the app will take data on your cycle and show the high-risk days for falling pregnant. Period of tracking apps, basically they already do that, but the company says the new method of calculating your fertile window window is much more reliable model of contraception. They're also going to charge for it. And it's also it'll also look a little bit different than a, a traditional app because Clue's medical officer says that that high-risk window that they show you, show you uh, that'll start out really long, probably about for 16 days, and then it'll shorten over time, but it won't shorten to more than 11 days. Um, okay. And if all that sounds a bit like worrying, 
The mm, it does. <laughs> it doesn't sound like incredibly reliable. The the ovulation prediction algorithm was put through a year-long independent clinical trial involving more than 700 women in the US, and the data showed that the product was 92% effective at preventing unwanted pregnancy under typical use and 97% effective under perfect use. Mm. So again, it's kind of that rhythm method, but with much more science Mm -hmm. and and a fancy app. Yeah, I read and reread this to see if I was kind of misunderstanding it because it, it, it's not a new device or anything, is it? It's just I think uh, it's, a subscription service to the app that they currently have? I think it's something to do with the modelling that they use that's going to be the distinguishing feature and mm-hmm. somehow it's going to be more personalised than what they already offer. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Interesting insight, though, into personalised health services that that could become more common. Mm, Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's a fascinating story, but uh, I don't know whether I would trust an app uh, for something so important. Anyway, thank you, Tess Bennett, uh, for joining me today. Thank you, Peter. I'll chat to you tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Bye.